0: Welcome to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show we have Neil Feather. He is president of Sightlock. This is Technotopia. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York, that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the internet in a fun new way, or software that will interface with a new piece of top secret hardware, Happy FunCorp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy FunCorp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com. Welcome back to Technotopia, a podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show we have Neil Feather. He's the president of SiteLock. Uh, welcome, Neil. Thanks, John. Thanks so, for having me. So you guys, so you guys keep websites from being infected with malware. What what's the worst kind of malware that you've seen so far?
1: Um, you know, it really runs the gamut. But um, from from our perspective, you know. Um, Malware that's skimming credit card data, stealing user data, uh, those types of things tend to be the most impactful to the businesses that are that are being attacked. So I guess, um, you know, none of it's good. Um, But, you know, from from the standpoint of the impact to the business owner, those are the those are kind of the worst.
0: But you're you're literally looking at malware that's like skimming credit card data as it comes into the as it comes into the site.
1: Yeah, so they'll, they'll you know, put code out there that will, um, in addition to passing the credit card data to where it's supposed to go, um, send it to a, a third party or to, you know, themselves. Um, and, you know, then that way the website owner doesn't necessarily know because their transactions are still being processed. It's not until later that they and their customers would find out that uh, their credit card data had been stolen.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've been doing this, you've been doing this for a while. Uh, so it's basically about protecting... Websites, but what happens what happens in the future? What is what is this? What what, what has changed in the malware world? Malware world so far and where, where are we headed?
1: You know, I, I think we started doing this, you know, to your point back in uh, 2008 and you know over time we've seen um, The attacks increase in terms of the just number of attacks, you know, our, our recent um, Data show this websites are getting attacked about 63 times a day uh, including you know Small kind of average websites. Um, so you know that's one thing that has definitely changed over time. The other one I think is the kind of complexity and the sophistication of the attacks. These folks are getting very good at hiding, um, and you know making sure that they're able to live you know longer and longer in the environment of the website without being detected by uh, by the website owner or by visitors. Um, and you know that way they're able to kind of siphon off more and more data. Um, You know, the longer that they're there kind of undetected as far as the future goes, you know, I think both of those trends will certainly continue and and have certainly continued and accelerated over the past couple of years. Um, You know, one of the things that that we notice as well, though, in, in kind of a, you know, positive light is that uh, website owners are starting to be more aware that these are risks that they're facing and are starting to take proactive steps to, to secure themselves. Um, so that's kind of driving, you know, a little bit of a circle where, you know, website owners are starting to protect themselves and, you know, cyber criminals are getting more sophisticated in their attacks and how they, how they do this, including, you know, developing um, larger, more sophisticated bot and bot armies to kind of look for vulnerabilities, look for more sophisticated types of, of uh, vulnerabilities to, to compromise. Um, and, you know, really kind of it's becoming a, a interesting kind of financial uh, race as, you know, these, these attacks become more and more um, sophisticated, larger, and, you know, ultimately more lucrative for cyber criminals.
0: How does, how, does, uh, how does cybersecurity work in a future when it's basically bot against bot, AI against AI?
1: You know, I think it's always a little bit cat and mouse game, um, you know, with with security, um, both historically and kind of in the future where, you know, um, as long as there is a financial motivation for these cyber criminals to, you know, compromise data and there's a very active marketplace for them to be able to sell the um, the results of that, either through, you know, computing resources or data that they've accumulated. Um, you know I think you're gonna to continue to see this back and forth and continued innovation on both sides of it. Uh, so you know, whoever's technology kind of is the strongest at any given point is is kind of winning that. But you know, um, the good news is that you know cyber firms have done a good job of protecting um, many uh, website owners. it's a it's a it's a little bit of a not only a, a race in technology, but we also see it as a race in education to make sure that people are aware of these problems and are doing, Proactive steps to, to to protect themselves and their customers.
0: Mm-hmm. And what do the tools look like uh, that you guys are using now in terms of in terms of uh, watching websites, keeping keeping bad guys off websites and stuff.
1: You know, uh, we thought, we talked a lot about like some of the more sophisticated things, and you mentioned artificial intelligence and things like that. And those are definitely um, areas that are you know really important. But you know, sometimes the the simplest things are are really good for for you know folks to be protecting themselves too. Doing things like making sure that your your software you're running on your website's up to date and free of vulnerabilities that are known, you know, those are kind of the, you don't want to be the low-hanging fruit out there. Um, so doing some of the basic blocking and tackling is a good way to, to prevent yourself from, from being attacked and, you know, utilizing automation and products that help, you know, make that simpler is obviously, um, you know, a big help for, for website owners. I think, you know, um, beyond that, when you start getting more sophisticated, you start talking about... You know, um, proactively identifying new vulnerabilities on your website. Um, you know, automatically kind of removing new malware that comes into your website before it has a chance to do any real damage. And then, you know, finally, kind of preventing attacks by you know identifying behavior, identifying you know visitors that have um, bad reputations and things like that, and starting to kind of block them out uh, from from accessing the site in the first place. But I think you've got to have that kind of layered approach so that. You know, even if that kind of, you know, proactive defense fails, you've got a reactive step to be able to, you know, quickly remove anything that that does happen to make it through.
0: Will there ever be a a point when average humans need something like this? Are we in a are we in a world where uh, you or I are going to need some tools that are going to that are going to keep us safe? Um, Well, I mean, past past, I guess, the obvious right past the virus virus protection. Are we going to be a web are we ever going to be a web platform? I guess you're I'm trying to say.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I guess uh, every, you know, everyone kind of has valuable uh, personal data and personal information um, that that needs protecting. You know, you look at something like um, a credit bureau being hacked and you know it kind of opens up the floodgates to you know consumer level security and and you know how that is going to play out over the next, even like six months to a year is going to be very interesting to see, you know, and I think it is very important for consumers to be protecting themselves, you know, beyond things just like antivirus, but actually kind of, you know, thinking about how do I, you know, protect my financial, um, you know, assets and that sort of thing when criminals have access to, you know, my social security number and my date of birth and all of that kind of, you know, very sensitive data that, that was leaked out in, a, in, you know, maybe an example like the Equifax compromise
0: yeah i mean how do we how do we protect ourselves in terms of in terms of that sort of situation? How do we keep ourselves from getting stuck?
1: you know I think you've got to be proactive uh as as a consumer and you know um take advantage of of services that are offered you know the the common advice is you know to make sure that you're freezing your credit and, you know, taking control of that rather than letting it kind of passively happen, uh, where people are able to, you know, open cards on your behalf and without you knowing about it. Um, I think beyond that, you know, again, that, that's a relatively, you know, involved way to do it. Another kind of simpler way is to make sure that where you have, um, financial information or important, um, personal information, you're utilizing factors like two-factor authentication, Uh, you're utilizing things like complex passwords, um, you know, making sure that you're not reusing passwords over and over again, and giving people easy access into accounts. So, you know, there's a number of different things that you can do to kind of protect yourself. Um, And I think, you know, the basics are really important. And then, you know, there's more sophisticated things you can do, including, you know, commercial services you can purchase to help you with that.
0: Okay, but you guys aren't going to be the ones to to help with that, because I think... I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm just asking you to yeah. think outside of the box because yeah, I mean, I can, you can, we can tell the world to change your passwords, but that's kind of goofy, right? <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, you know, we're we're a,
1: a business-to-business kind of platform. I think as a, you know, when you talk about consumers, um, we're kind of giving you know best practices out there. You know, is there a point where you know um, things like you know retinal scanning and, and other kind of biometrics are going to be the the norm? Yeah, I think that's happening, right? Um, I was, I was joking with, with someone the other day because we were talking about our kids are not learning how to write cursive in school anymore. And we said, well, well, they're going to need that for writing their, you know, signing their name. Um, but you know, as we, the conversation went on, we said, look, they're never going to need to do that. They're going to have, you know, fingerprint retinal scan, facial scan, that sort of thing. And they're never going to have to sign their name on anything. Um, you know, so I think that as technology evolves, you know, it'll help consumers. Um, the flip side of that is that stuff doesn't change, right? So if there is, you know, that type of security, you can bet that people are going to be looking for ways to kind of compromise that and mimic that and counterfeit that. So it almost is a double edged sword when you start talking about biometrics is, you know, that's something that sticks with you for your life and not easy to change. Um, so, you know, you end up in a situation where, you know, um, it, you may be utilizing a, a kind of static password, if you will, but, um, you know, it's hard to, uh, hard to get away from a compromised version of that
0: all right super uh yeah so where can where can people look at uh, look at your product and what you're working on
1: um i mean so you can we're SiteLock on all social media platforms so you can look us up there and then obviously um if you want to get more information our website is sitelock.com
0: all right uh thanks a lot for joining us on technotopia It's uh, it's been pretty interesting technotopia is brought to you by typewriter typewriter is your on-demand editor and their amazing team of writers will make your book chapter blog post or email shine Typewriter editors come from places like TechCrunch, Gizmodo, and the New York Times, and they offer low bulk rates for longer work. Check it out at typewriter.plus. That's typewriter.plus.